Welcome to Talk Your Shit Podcast. I'm your host, Diamond Ariel. And if you're Black, a person of color, or an ally, this podcast is for you. This platform gives Black entrepreneurs and creatives a space to be seen, heard, and understood, to have audacity, talk their shit, and look good while doing it. This isn't a place to be humble, rather to be yourself and take up every inch of space you deserve. So get ready because it's time for you to talk your shit. Hey, hey, (laughs) y'all. In this next episode of Talk Your Shit Podcast, we're going to talk about all things content and style and why it should match the energy and the growth of your business. And I am joined today by my girl, Crystal Crawford. Miss Crystal, how you doing today? How you doing? Hey, I'm doing real good. I am so excited and happy to be here with you today. Like, it's going to be great. (laughs) I am so excited. I can't wait to give them the tea. We we just don't know how dope you are today. I love it. I love it. Okay, Miss Crystal, tell us about your background. Who is Crystal? What is her story? How does she get to where she is today? Well, you know, my story is ever evolving, ever evolving. But I I will say, like, uh, if I think about just kind of like just overall in my entrepreneurial journey, you know, I start off, I was born and raised in St. Louis, Missouri. Had to put that out there. Born and raised there and now currently reside in San Diego, California. Have been here for almost 10 years now. If you want to like what brought me here, it was the sun. For sure. Mm -hmm. Like I grew up all those winters. Uh, I actually lived in Chicago for about a year and a half before I finally took the leap to move to California because I always wanted to live here growing up. And yeah, it took a, you know, negative degree winter. And I was like, all right, it's time. It's time. It's time (laughs) to go. I've had it. I've I've had enough. (laughs) Yeah, that'll do it. So yeah, so from there, like, it's just interesting. So right now, um, my main thing, I am a content strategist for Two Geek Marketing. I just love helping wellness and self-care centered brands just reach those who need them the most. You know, everyone's talking about self-care. Everyone's talking about taking care of their mental health, their physical health, just all those things. I just love that. Like I said, growing up in St. Louis, Missouri, you know, there's this mentality of kind of just like push and do what you can and be strong. And, you know, a part of that is great. And it's, you know, it's really influence how, you know, how I operate and all that today. But like my terms, you know, soft girl season, right? Just also just really taking care of ourselves and putting ourselves first. And I'm very adamant about that. I had, um, I mainly worked in like food and industry as well as being an entrepreneur in other um, different ways throughout my, you know, just career of working. But in 2019, I did like my first full-time corporate position it really took a toll on me. It really took a toll on me. And that's when I really started intentionally prioritizing self-care because I was like, okay, this is too much. I need to regulate my stress. I need to just really figure out ways to get back to like me, you know, being in a place where I was the only, a lot of times the only woman in the room, a lot of times the only black person in the room, especially. And then when I worked, I had a technical role and a lot of people that were in my establishment, if they did look like me, they were admin or they were even custodial, which is fine. We need all those roles. But then people look at me immediately assume that I, you know, did something else versus what I did. They couldn't see me and just being this technical person, you know, together. And just I don't right now, but usually my hair is kind of like crazy colors, really. Like, and I brought that to the office space because I'm like, yeah, I can't, you know, I stay within, you know, I dress professionally, but like my hair. But at the same time, it still made it kind of uncomfortable at times when people would just ask questions or do the thing or just make such a big deal out of something that wasn't as big a deal to me. So with all that being said, I really started to get intentional about, okay, how can I pour into myself? How can I help alleviate this stress? 
I started learning about sound healing. I started learning about more about journaling, just all these things that I kind of knew of. Besides the sound healing, I hadn't heard of that before until like recently. But just all these things that I heard of that people, you know, even breathing. It's like, what? You want me to breathe? And just like all these things and just like really diving deeper, (laughs) diving deeper into it. And I was like, oh, I was like, this is great. This is really beneficial. And then I had a friend who uh, started a company. She had an affirmation deck and she knew I did marketing. So she was like, hey, will you help me with the marketing? And I was like, sure. And then I just fell in love with the industry. I was like, these are the type of people I want to work with. These are the clients I want to help, you know, spread their products and services so that way more people can benefit, um, especially people in our community can benefit and realize like you don't need a lot of time to dedicate self-care to yourself. You don't need a lot at all. You don't need a lot of money. You don't need a lot of space. You just need, you know, you and dedicating even if it's five minutes to yourself wherever you are and you can do that. So that's like the starting point. Of course, there's other things, but that's the starting point. And yeah, that's kind of like how I've gotten into this, at least in this aspect of my entrepreneurial journey. And I'm really excited to talk about some of the newer things that I have coming up. Girl, I can't wait to get into it. We can't just throw it into, you know, we got to ease them. We got to ease them into that good stuff, you know? (laughs) So uh, I love to hear all of that. I love to hear your journey. I, what specifically got you into wanting to be into content repurposing? So we know how you got, you know, into being, you know, with wellness and how you got interested in that. But what made you want to say, let me help people, you know, post this content because content, girl, Content is a lie. Posting content is a lie. Being consistent is a lie. So how did, how, how? I mean, exactly what you're, what you're just talking about, right? Like it, so when I first started kind of um, getting into ideas, so since 2016, I have been like a full-fledged online community and social media um, manager. So I would do it all, you know, do all the things, but I found myself getting burnt out. So I like would start my business, stop, start my business, start, stop, because when I wasn't scaling, like I was able to, and two, Again, I'll just burn myself out because I'm on social media. I'm on all the platforms, managing four or five platforms, doing all the things, talking to all the people, um, helping with launches. And it was just like really a lot. So when my friend, when she wanted me to help out with her um, affirmation deck, I was kind of nervous because I was like, oh, this kind of burns me out. But then again, when um, I was doing that, I was like, oh, I like this. So then it kind of helped me think about some of the past uh, roles that I had did with entrepreneurship and what worked there. Because I worked with a lot of like established brands, people who had like one of um, my last before I moved mainly into wellness, I had a fitness client and they had just all these videos and they didn't have a lot of time. So it was like, okay, like we could just use this thing that you are here. Like you literally have so many things we can put these, especially this one, like reels and things was really getting popular because, uh, you know, Instagram was trying to, you know, speed up the past TikTok and everyone. Yeah. So I'm like, everybody's like, oh my God, video content. They're like, what can I, I don't have nothing to post. And I'm like, what do you mean you don't have nothing to post? You literally have all these things. You have past videos, you have lives that you've done, you have photos, you have all these things. And so I really started going into it to show people like, you can use what you already have to create content. Like, you don't have to stress. You can, you know, create a content with ease. Like that's all about creating authentic content with ease because, you know, trends, I love trends. Trends are great. Trends are fun. But, you know, I feel like to really uh, truly form that connection with your audience, you need to create something that is unique to you. You need to use your voice. You know, it is great if you, I hope I try to get all my clients to get on camera or at least ease into getting on camera. But even if not, use your voice. Things like this, having this podcast, right? People being able to hear your voice, get to know you, get to know just how you articulate things, how you feel about things that is going to create that connection versus if you're using a train, you always using other people's voice, you're always doing this. They're not really getting to know you. Like, yeah, you can, you know, kind of make 
friends working your favor, but they're not truly getting to know you until, um, you know, make your own trend, but still like do your own thing. And that's what um, I just wanted to help these business owners do that, because especially in the field that I'm in, a lot of times they're giving away a lot of energy. They're healers themselves. Right. And it's like so they're giving away um, a lot of energy. Plus, they need to have the energy for themselves. And so, again, I want to make it easy so they can you know, take advantage of the reels. You know, this, when people, a lot of times people get upset about social media and I get it when things don't, you know, work how you want or get all the views you want. That's a whole nother story about getting the views, but all that different things. But it's like, it's a free form of marketing. It is a free form of marketing. We take advantage of that. It's like, we didn't have to pay a cent for, even if it was a hundred people, we didn't have to pay a cent to reach those a hundred people. And because of that, it's like, okay, try to put out that video as much as you can, because that is literally free of traffic of bringing people to know about you and what you do. And so that uh, repurposing just provided a way for people to be able to do that easily. Like me taking those videos, editing again, what they already have, whether that's uh, audio, whether that's written, whether that's video and being able to have consistently post and reach their audience. Because you also want to stay top of mind, right? Because the algorithm, it'd be changing up, doing whatever it is. So it's like you want to be able to, to be showing up at the right time. Right. And there's a couple of things that you said that I want to really point out to. So one thing you said was actually the last thing you said. You said top of mind. I follow the stylist. Her name is Laura Messiah. And she always says, or top of mind, pockets lined. When you are the top of mind of the client's, they're going to line your pockets, baby. You line their knowledge, you line, you know, the value, they're going to line your pockets. And I think that's super important. And I really have to remind myself of that, like on the daily. And then you also said that people were saying that they never had, they didn't have anything to post. I felt the same way. Like, I feel like I didn't have anything to post. And the thing is like, I'm always doing something. I always got something to post. Even if it's like my outfit, like you're going to see his outfit one way or another. And if you ain't see it, well, I'm going to wear it again. You're going to see it. So somehow you're going to see it. I don't know how you're going to see it, but you're going to see it, you know? And so it took me a while to get from being, you know, hidden behind the camera, being the person who's doing the styling, being the person who's making sure everyone's like the, the client, the person is okay to me being in front of the camera. Okay. What do I talk about? What do I do? What do I say? And I just got to the point where I'm like, I'm going to just record something. I'm going to just put it out there and I'm going to get better. I mean, I get the views that I want. I mean, I get the likes that I want, but honestly, like, don't focus on the likes. Don't focus on the views because people may never engage with your content, but they can buy from you. Like, I know people that just have, I know entrepreneurs that have, like, there are people, their clients, people that became their clients that have never engaged with them, but they always see there, they, they keep an eye on you. So people are watching, okay? People are watching, so do not quit. Even the people that you don't see, like, so kind of a little bit, like more specifically in my background, right? That's one of the reasons that I kind of got into social media is because I'm so intrigued by the data and so intrigued by that aspect of like, so uh, one of the first, again, I say I come from a food and beverage background, right? And I, uh, I was a waitress at this sushi restaurant and they had really good sushi. They had really cool vibes. But their social media platform just didn't really reflect that. And I was the type of person, like, I was always kind of like a lurker. Like I say, I like being behind the scenes. So I wouldn't post things, but I will always be very engaged. And I saw the power of it. And I saw like how it does influence people, right? So I was like, okay, this is really cool. You know, I knew enough, like I had the analytical brain of like, okay, this is what people are doing. This was working. Like I always see patterns. I'm like, okay, this is what's happening. This is what's trending, which kind of, I think goes back to like, when we start talking about fashion of like, okay, no, I'm like, okay, this is trending. This is what people are doing. Okay. I'm seeing this a little bit. It's bubbling up. This is getting popular. And so when I asked, so I put up this presentation, I'm like, Hey, I would love to do, you know, your social media platforms, all that good stuff. And and doing that, I was just like, oh, wow, just just from I was like, 
who am I? Like, I don't even post post myself, but I knew enough that I'm like, I know I can like help them in this way. It went out. It worked out great. Like I was helping them get new partnerships. I was helping them get featured. And one of the things, again, like I grew up in San Luis, Missouri. I mean, I'm in California at this point, right? I'm in San Diego, California. And I remember I'll post something on Facebook about it because I was posting my own platforms as well. I'm like, y'all going to see it. Y'all going to see about this, you know, business I'm helping. OK. And you know, people wouldn't really like it or, or whatever. So I just kind of but at the time I was kind of like, whatever, it's not even, you know, but then I would notice they will follow follow the page and I'm like they don't even live in California you know they live what are you doing yeah so I'm like oh so they're seeing it so I'm like that's how I know I'm like okay they're seeing it like they didn't like it they knew but they they went to follow the page so they obviously saw it knew you know knew you know about so I just well when I saw that I was like oh wow that kind of just like you never know or even like you know how when you're watching something and then a friend and you're like hey look at this friend you know or whatever it's like people that's when you think about it the, the touch points it's like it's not going to show that person, you know, who's behind or if you're in a group of people who are watching it, but those people got exposed to it. And maybe they went to your website and now they're like, okay, who is this person? Da, da, da. And sometimes I forget, like sometimes I get so excited about an offer or someone talking about something. I don't even have time to like it. I just head straight into their page and everybody told me I didn't like it. I just was like, oh, I need this right now. Drop everything and let me go to it. Let me give you, let me slide you my dollars. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah exactly. That is so important. And that's crazy too, because if you think about like how, you know, we're just sending, we'll be sending TikToks, we'll be sending reels to random people, like to our friends. People are doing that same thing with your content. And then that is how people find you. And that is how you get the pockets lined. Okay. That's how the money gets the money. And then, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? I so, I think that's I love that. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I do say. I love that. That is so cool. So, honey. We're talking about all things content, how you got into content and how, you know, you help your clients make that money because we know that you do. And you can be talking your shit soon, baby. And how, how you know, how you be helping to make them results and making that money. We're going to get into that. But we want to know, because I want to know, because you haven't told me yet. I want to know. You are in the middle of a rebrand right now. What is something new? Something, something slight. If you want to give us more than a slight, you know that's cool too. I'll be honest, be the first person to know all the tea. <laughs> oh shoot, they gonna give you all the tea exclusive. I love yeah. it. I love it. I love it. So tell the sisters and the brothers and the people who don't identify as such. Yes, we love them too. Please tell us what is something new that the audience, that your clients, can look forward to, baby. Okay, so excuse you know the naming and all that good stuff because I'm still getting all that together but in essence I'm really excited to start offering my styling um, services along with my marketing services I'm ready to help I'm gonna help y'all marketing style okay mm. basically this has been it's cool it's a really full circle moment for me fashion has always been a really big part of my life I just always loved it I always kind of just did my own thing I really love accessories all that good stuff recently some uh like later in last year I was working with a client and she was like hey I have a photo shoot coming up will you style me for it and at first I was kind of like they would now <laughs> wait you would do what <laughs> yeah, I'm like, that ain't what I do you don't want me to do the portrait right. content <laughs> yeah, what I do but I was like that sounds fun though so I was like okay I mean, because, you know, she would see me and she always just loved just how I present myself, my style. So she's like, hey, I want you to style me. And so I'm just kind of like, OK, but we have to do this with a twit. Like we had to do it, you know, the two geeked way. Right. So I was like, OK, we're having this photo shoot. 
what is the photo shoot? How does it, let's figure out how we can tie this into your brand. How does this all work together? You know, cause I'm all about the strategy. At, at the end of the day, like my top role is a strategist, whether it's for fashion, whether it's for content, I'm a strategist, right? So I figured out, I was like, okay, well, um, it was a Bador uh, shoot, which you're going to be getting all the visuals for that very soon. But it was a Bador shoot and then uh, she's a self-care coach and she also has a self-care mindset coach and she also has a self-care course. And I was like, oh, well this, you know, we talked about like why she wanted to do the photo shoot, what she's getting out of it, all that stuff. And I was like, oh, this really relates with, you know, this module in your course. And this, you could talk about, you know, goes with this module and just all that together. So I was like, okay, this is how it connects to your brand. Boom, we got that. And now we need to get like a nice little shoot list. Like what kind of things do we want to capture, you know, while you are taking this photo shoot, all that this stuff. And so, and then also, of course, one of my favorite parts, the styling. So I got to help her take out those clothes, got to do a little shopping, which I love. And it was funny because it just took so much ease, right? They didn't, she had a lot going on. And I was like, oh, I can stop by the mall and get this. Oh, I can return, you know? So it was, it was great. So then on the day of the photo shoot, you know, I went there, made sure everything was running smoothly. She forgot the wine key. I was like, I got you, girl. You know, we had all the, had all the things. And, you know, I was taking behind the scenes content and then using it to create short form videos like Reels and TikToks. So all in all, the day was phenomenal. Like I had, like, it was like one of the best days I had in a really, really long time. And I was like, I need to do this more. I was like, I need, I need to make this an actual thing. And so, um, yeah, that's why I started working on. I started working on in December. I've actually been doing a lot of market research interviews and calls with people to just try to really make sure that I am creating something that people will love. But yeah, so Right now, what I can say is that I'm going to be helping, again, um, wellness and self-care centered entrepreneurs market and style for their next retreat, their next photo shoot, and their next speaking engagement. So I'm really excited about that and bringing it full circle where they can have me, you know, come as their personal vibe catcher, catch all the behind the scenes, authentic content, which they can then use to multiply, right? And multiplying, they can have consistent content for their brand that's, you know, authentic. And they all did it all with ease, right? They just really have to show up. That's what I'm about. Like, hey, you, you know, you show up, you focus on, you know, what you do well and I'll, and I'll take care of just making sure you now, you know, you look good and that is being presented out into the world in a good light. Yes. I love all of that. I love all of that. That is so great. Oh my gosh. I'm obsessed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm obsessed. Y'all, I'm gonna tell you right now. So when I first got on the call with, with Crystal, I was taken aback because I was like, first of all, she slid in my comments talking about she a fashion lover. So I already knew we was going to be friends. And I hopped on this call and a girl, this, this girl has some orange slice earrings. Like it was, the vibes were already vibing. Okay. And she just started talking about, you know, I could just see already the outfits, the fashion nieces was fashioning, you know, and I'm just like, why doesn't she do styling? Like, what is she, what is she doing? <laughs> Like, what is she doing? Because, like, she looks so good. And I know that she can use those skills to help, you know, entrepreneurs, wellness people, you know, show up as their best selves and, you know, attract more clients. And just sitting sitting here hearing her talk about it, I'm just like, I'm such a proud mom. Like, <laughs> you are literally out here doing it. And I love that. And, oh my gosh, that's crazy because I am also kind of doing like a rebrand too. And how I realized that I was actually really good at this is because an entrepreneur, someone asked me to style them for this conference, ROI. And I was like, huh? Like, like you were like, huh? You want me to do that? And I was like, huh? You want me to, you want me to do what? And I was slowly transitioning into being stylist for, you know, entrepreneurs. But I was like, I don't know yet. And like her, she's like... <laughs> She, she kind of a big baller. And I was like, oh, so we aiming high. 
Okay, so my women, my black women, my black people, they you up. They like aim high. Never aim, never aim low. Aim high, always. And it ended up working out. And I'm like, ooh, I can do this. So now I'm like, ooh, bet. Now I'm a stylist for entrepreneurs. Let's get it. You know, I haven't even, I haven't even like announced it yet. So y'all, y'all really just getting the tea today. That's all I'm saying. Y'all really get the tea today. I think that's so cool. Like I'm so proud. And I think, and it's funny because even you, right, you're like, oh, because, you know, you've done styling before and all that. And you're kind of like, oh, okay. But I guess I know for you, it's like that different demographic of like, oh, okay. You want me to do that? And like, okay. But I think it's, it can be easy for someone who is just naturally, I, at least I'll talk to my, for myself, for someone who's just naturally this way. Like I love fashion. I love style. It's silly, but um, in a way, you know, you, you tend to devalue it because it is so easy to you. It does come so easy. So like, when, you know, it's people say that to me, like when you say like, that's literally like, now that I'm talking to people about this now and like, everyone's just kind of like, all right, so when is it ready? When, when, is, when is it? So I, like, I was on the call earlier today and she was like, oh, okay, are you going to, like, I'm not even finished getting the description out to her. And she's like, okay, so are you going to be traveling? Can you travel? Because she's in Texas, right? She's living in San Diego. Texas. she's like, so are you traveling or, or what? And I'm just like, I mean, you coming down to Texas, baby, but let me know. Don't be coming down here. I'll tell you down here. Yeah, you know, I'll be out there and make two. But if, oh, of course, you already know you're gonna be in San Antonio. You're in San Antonio. I know you lying. Oh, hold on, pause, ma'am. You better give them dates immediately. We are gonna talk after this. I'm gonna slide in your DMs. But yeah, but it was. It's just been so encouraging. But like, it's been something. And I think for me personally, and like one of the things, like we're in the club together, right? And one of the main reasons that I joined it was because of my mindset blocks. It's a weird thing where it's like, I realized I can be very courageous, but maybe not always as confident as I need to be. And so I found that like, cause people be like, oh, you know this and I'm like, oh, okay. But then I tend to steer away up from the fashion, right? And I think it's because growing up again, I've always been interested in fashion, but I also, again, I'm into a lot of stuff. I'm into tech. I'm into, you know, Mark, I'm into all these different things. I'm a bright young woman. Okay. Yes, you is. Because of that, they're like, oh, you're bright. Okay. You need to study something else. You need to go be a lawyer. You need to be a doctor. I get, I'm too squeamish. So the medical, the medical stuff was already, it was already off go. All right. But I, so I settled for accounting because I do love numbers. I settled for accounting, but it wasn't really what I wanted to do, but it was what I, I listened to what other people told me that I need to be doing. And they said it out of goodwill. Like, you know, don't get me wrong. They, they wanted the best for me, but I wasn't listening to myself. And I think a part of that, even until like literally recently was kind of like, well, Fashion can only be a side thing. Oh, well, fashion, you know, won't actually support you or, you know, all these things that I've just been fed throughout the years, even though I've seen people more than enough examples, right, of people of that being a lie. But for me, I was like, okay, but not for me. And so it wasn't until like, that was just kind of like the part when my client reached out, I was like, hey, can you style me? And then when, you know, then just more. And then I just like, you know what? Then we had, we ended up having brunch some uh, weeks after that. And then she, we were talking about things because with the repurposing, I found that I was coming into some hiccups of like where people were at versus where I'm trying to take them. Cause I noticed that people didn't really have the content to repurpose. And so that's also where the behind the scenes kind of come in too, because people, you know, they need that longer form content or they need those things. So I started to do a lot more like video scripts. I started adding on so people can even have that content to repurpose. And so with that, so I was kind of facing some challenges and I was talking to her and she was like, you know, same as most people. She's like, oh, well, fashion, that just seems so natural to you. Why don't you just do that? And I, and I just stood there and I was like, why don't I? Yes. I was just like, I had to really sit there and question and just be like, why? Why don't I? And I thought about it. I was like, I really don't have a reason. I really don't have a good reason. 
I just didn't let myself, I guess, believe or just just see that I canceled. And I was just like, well, let me lean in. What does that look like? And then that just started the process. It's like, okay, what does I just was like, just what what does it look like if I just entertain this thought? And then doors start opening, things start happening. I got to volunteer at this amazing styling summit over in LA by the fashion mentor. I know who that is. I know. She's amazing, just a beautiful soul. Um, I got to do that. And then I ended up reaching out to, I should have brought my jacket. I had this amazing jacket by this designer called um, Designer Tasha VR. And, you know, we've been internet friends for a while. And I was like, hey, I've done this, you know, for people in my life, but I want to take it more seriously. Can you, you know, do you have mentorship? She was like, oh, I'll be happy to talk to you. And I was like, oh, so it's just the things, the doors and opportunities that have been opening since I was like, let me just lean in into what that looks like. And again, just kind of getting out of that mindset of like, just because it's easy for me doesn't mean that it's easy for other people. And even, and even maybe aspects of it may be easy. As I'm doing these calls, right, I'm learning. It's like, okay, maybe some people like to shop but they don't like to actually put the office together. Or maybe it's the other way. Like some people like to shop, but then they're like, once they get to the office, they're like, oh. and I didn't realize it because again, I've been in my own bubble and I just, every, I love every part of it. I like the shopping. I like the wit. I like the putting on the outfits. I like just right. wearing things. Like I like all of it. So, and I just, I realized I was in this space where I believed, I was like, oh, especially like, I love people who kind of have that bold style or I like to call it, um, ordinarily extra, right? Of people maybe like, you know, they like to do things, but just a papa thing where it's just kind of like, you know, you stand out, but maybe you're not like extra, extra, but you like, oh, you stand out a little bit. And I was like, I thought people who dress like they're just dressed boldly. I thought they loved the whole process too. Cause I'm, that's, again, I was assuming, right? I'm like, that's how I am. And that's when I started finding out they didn't. I was like, oh, this has value. Cause I know there's things like, for example, I don't like washing my hair. I don't like to detangle it. I don't like, do, and I'll do it. I'll say I do it when I need to do it. But I'm like, I will gladly pay someone to do. And it seems like a, such a simple task, right? It's just, it's a simple task, but I'm like, take my money, take my money and do this for <laughs> now. Yeah. Because it's going to take me longer. It's going to take me way longer to do it. I'm going to be upset the whole time. Like I have my little hacks, but I'm upset. I'm upset the whole time I'm doing it. I'm just like, I don't want to do this. And that's how people, some people are with like styling things like that. They're like, they just don't want to. And it's just like, you're providing value of like, oh, this is off their plate. And now they can still be confident. They can still be comfortable. They can still show up the way they want to show up. And they didn't have to like, think about it. And that's the beauty of it. The things, these things, and <laughs> I'm like fangirling over here. Cause I'm like, yes, yes, yes. Cause like, <laughs> because it's what I find in clients is that they hate shopping you don't know how to put together an outfit and it just comes so easily to us. And I'm still trying to learn myself. How do I teach them how to put together an outfit? Because I could just look at pieces and be like, oh, that goes together, that goes together. And because your body type is this, I know this shade looks like this. But I'm like, how do I teach other people to do that the same way? How do you articulate the thing that's just naturally in your head? Yes, I am still figuring that out today. I'm still, you know, getting feedback, doing, you know, the interviews, trying to be like the case studies, trying to figure out like, how do I teach, you know, entrepreneurs to do this? And like a lot of entrepreneurs don't want to learn. They just want to like, they don't even want to think like Rachel Rogers, she, her style is, she don't have to think about it. Like she just be like, do whatever. And that's what I figured out. I'm like, shoot, I can do whatever. Just tell me, you know, yeah. let's talk about the goals. <laughs> shoot, look, don't give me too much freedom, but give me freedom, baby, because look, <laughs> I'm going to have you snatch. It's in between, right? It's like, I need you to have some kind of direction because you want to make it them. You know, you don't want you don't want them to be you. You want to make it them. And so they got to have at least the base of like, what is it they want? What is it they're going for? But then you can you know, go and, and take it up a notch. Yes, exactly. And I have literally have them like create, you know, a vision board. But before they do the vision board, I need them to tell me like, okay, who are you? What is your business? Where do you see your business going from years from now? 
Like, where do you want to be? Like, where do you want to go? Like, I need to genuinely get to know you before I can put together an outfit, before I can put together a closet. Because I can put together an outfit within two seconds. But that don't mean you like it. That don't mean it's you. That don't mean when you put it on, you're going to feel like, you know, this powerful boss that you are meant to feel like. And I think this is, oh my gosh, really, really important. Style, y'all, style is so important in when you are growing, when you are evolving, especially as an entrepreneur, especially if your business is growing and you are still behind, you still wearing outfits from high school, baby, it's time for you to come up because how are you going to attract the people that are meant to work with you? How are you going to attract those people? How are you going to attract those opportunities that, that are meant for you if you don't even look like you're ready for them? I think also like sometimes people think and that's where our styles can come in. They think like, oh, in order to, you know, show up, I have to dress a different way or maybe like maybe because some people are like laid back. Right. But you can be laid back, but still stylish. Right. You can be laid back with some pumps, a little some, some mule, you know, some little diamonds like. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The accessory or like even um, I love and I think that's one of the things of like, you know, branding of like just, you know, showing up in your in your brand colors. Like it, it's just so many different aspects of things. And so I think that's why it's really helpful working with a stylist to someone who can kind of think about it that way, because especially if you are already kind of having those roadblocks where it's like something you don't really like to do. Of course, you're not going to like dig deeper because you don't like doing it. So you're not going to like take the time to like kind of dig, think or think of like, okay, how can I make this work? How can I, you know, have this feeling that I want as far as being comfortable or as far as being this or that and still show up as myself. And so that's what, you know, that's where we come in to be able to help and to do that. And so you don't have to worry about that. Look, exactly. Look, if you, if you do wellness, you know what I'm saying? Come to my girl, Crystal. No, I'm saying, no, I'm saying you some self-care brands. She going to put you all the way together. She won't get you together. She won't get your concert together. And look, boom, you're a whole new person. And I love that you having this platform, you know, of talking because like, it's so many, another thing that kind of had pushed me away from the fashion. Again, I've been in fashion, in and out of fashion forever. It pushed me out of it because it can be such a, a catty and not inviting environment sometimes, right? And uh, I'm so, oh, yeah, right. You're like, okay, no, 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 that's a whole new episode, part two, <laughs> right? Because and, and so that's why I love it because, like, even though we, the thing is, even though, like, yes, we may both be styles, but it's like we we bring different things to the table. We have our own, we still have our own unique style and also just who we want to focus on. Too. Like, it's so many things that can make you different. Like, you, it doesn't have to be saying it's competition. And sometimes, too, it's like, I love having people that I can refer, especially even if I'm, like, overbooked. If I have enough, I'm like, I can only take so much. I want to be able to be like, hey. I know this person is now is going to do a more than great job for you. Having that that um, system of people to know like, oh, I need this. And I knew, oh, hey, I may be not be as great at that, but Diamond is. I'm going to send you over to her, you know, and being able to do that and not feeling self-conscious like, oh, I'm not going to send, you know, I'm not going to send them over like, oh, I'm just going to do it myself because I think like, no, I want in the end, it's all about, like you said, showing up as their best self. And if I don't feel like I am that best person to do that, then I want to be able to recommend it to someone who can. So yes, that's why I think it's very important for us to have that community of people that you feel like you are not in competition with. Like, yes, y'all do similar things. Yes, y'all most mo both must be, you know, stylists in the fashion, you know, industry, but one person does marketing way better than the other. I'm gonna send you to her because I'm not gonna lead you wrong. Okay, you deserve the best, Queen. And I'm not gonna say or pretend that, you know, I know how to market the life out of stuff because baby, when I tell you that I'm probably gonna hire Crystal. When the day that I don't feel like styling my own self and do my own marketing, I'm like, girl, can you, can you help me out? 
I know. Look, and even that having someone trust is like because I'm like <laughs> you want to be able to be in the moment. Like I'm trying to do this thing. I don't want now. I'm the one who needs someone to like take, and I want it to be someone I know that's gonna that's gonna get me. Okay, right? They're gonna get me together because they know how to, they know what they're doing. Okay. Oh my gosh. Okay, this this is a perfect leeway into how has style <laughs> helped you show up, you know, in your business, especially as an entrepreneur. Oh, that's a good point. And I'm going to think through this as I'm answering, because again, for me, style, like a lot of times people are like, oh, you know, I'm going to start my series. Girl, where are you going? Because people will say that to me all the time. And I'm like, I'll be like, what do you mean? Like, I'm just, I'm going to the grocery store. Yeah. I'm like, I'm just finna like go outside. Like, I'm just, I know that I have a different sense of of casual wear or just like, you know, cause to me, like people may think of like, why well, I'm doing is dressing up and it's not, I'm literally throwing, like I'm throwing on clothes. Like every day is a dress up day to me. I just don't think of it that way. Right. But I will say that because of that, but just in general, or even people, when I see them, right. You could tell like, Oh, you, you can tell when someone is very confident in what they're wearing just in general. Right. It just naturally draws you to them. That's like number one, right? It naturally draws into, and you're interested in them. You're like, oh, who are they? You know, especially in the um, capacity that we're talking about, right? Like if you're showing up places, you're going, they're going to be like, oh, you know, they're, they're, they're going to remember you, right? That's another thing. It's like having that, it makes them remember you. Again, just having that that confidence or like, you know, maybe having a, a unique accessory or, or just whatever that might be, having, even if it's just one key piece, it's going to help you be remembered and they're going to, you know, talk about you because it's going to be all these people. And, you know, they're like, I don't know, but that one girl, she had this or she had, uh, you know, she had this beautiful necklace on. She had that beautiful color, that green, like, you know, they're going to they're going to remember that. So it helps make you memorable. And especially in this day and age, like there's just which is great. But there's so many people, you know, who are who are marketers. I'm not the only marketer. There's so many people who are stylists. Right. There's so many people who are doing these things that we also like to do. And um, especially. Um, you know, people, even as a, as a social media person, I still think it really much, you know, those those connections that you make offline or in more intimate spaces is what really matters, especially as you're getting started. Right. Social media is great. It can really help you. Again, we talked about those views and get people to see you. But like, again, it's that actual connection, because that's when people are going to be like, whether that's through your copy, through that video. But people want to connect with you. And I found it the easiest way that people can connect is having those those conversations, kind of, um, you know, doing this. And the next level is doing that in person. So when you show up like that, people, again, they're going to look at you and they're going to be like, oh, OK, they have their, you know, unfortunately, that's how people view, like, they're going to be like, oh, they have their stuff together. If you see someone, they're not looking, you know, they're looking a little raggedy or something, you're not going to think they have their stuff together. But again, unless you know them, right? And that's the thing, it's like, okay, if you know them, you know, like, okay, this is a whatever day for them. If somebody's talking, they may have been like, huh, what's going on with Crystal today? You know, overall, they're going to know like, oh, this is just an off day. But if somebody who does not know you, this is their first impression of you. Now, it's not that you can't win them back over, but now you're in an uphill battle because now they're kind of like, mm, I don't know, that first thing, like, now you really got wild me because you know you make things harder for yourself <laughs> exactly and that is why like the first impression matters y'all the first impression matters people have already made an impression of you like one tenth of a second as soon as they look at you they've already made an impression of you you walk up to them like a crackhead they're gonna assume something wrong with you they need to you know go the other direction like they don't want nothing to do with that all right with, with you show up on point you come correct they're gonna treat you correct they're like oh you know this person you know intrigues me let me go let me go talk to them you know, and all of a sudden now you have a client or now you have a referral or, you know, now all of a sudden, because that one client, that one person could change your life forever, you know? So it's very, very important, y'all, for y'all to, you know, 
show up. And on the other side, we, we talked about this a couple of times, it just, it affects how you show up, you know, if you, your feet hurting or if, or if you feel like, oh, I don't know how I look in this. You're constantly like second, oh, let me go to the bathroom. Let me, you know, now you're distracted. But now you're not focusing on your goal, which, you know, whatever, you know, whether you're attending a vendor or now you're not focused on that. You're focused on what's going on here. And and, and that's you don't want to be doing that. You don't want to be doing that. You're not going to be on your A game. And, you know, and it just takes away. So that's another thing. Just I mean, it's all practical. But on another practical level, it's just it distracts you and you don't need those extra. It's enough things to distract us in life. We don't need those extra distractions. Right. We have enough distractions. OK, look. I hope y'all taking notes because we give me a lot of stuff. So we went into content. We went to content repurposing. We also talked about style and how that's important in your everyday image and in your business. And so Crystal, baby, as you have put all this together, as you are coming up with this beforehand, what are the kind of challenges that you face within your business, especially as a black woman? Because you talked about Growing up, you know, we have people in our ear telling us that we can't do certain things. So me growing up, I also have people in my ear telling me that I couldn't, you know, I could never make money with fashion or that fashion wasn't a good field to be in for me to go be a nurse. Y'all, if I was ever a nurse, you'd be dead. You might you might want go to go to somebody else because I don't do well with blood. I don't do well with people, like people dying, like I child. And then I can't dress up either. I got to wear scrubs. And then you have to be real particular. Like you can't like just so many restrictions. I don't like all the restrictions. Look, if you know me, you know, I always come with the nails. And I, if, if I'm a nurse, I can't, I can't wear my nails. So I just want to know, want to tell us audience and people who are listening, like what challenges have you faced in your business, especially as a black woman and how have you overcome them? Because, you know, this entrepreneurial journey is not easy. It comes with challenges. So what challenges have you faced and how did you overcome those? This is a great question. And I would say, so to start off, like just challenges in general, I would say just kind of, and it leads into, because I am a black woman or like kind of how I was raised. But I think one of the biggest challenges for me is just figuring things out on my own, just because I am I would say not traditional, right? Like I studied at school, but I have I don't have a degree. A lot of things that I know how to do is through self-teaching myself and through experience. And don't get me wrong, I will, you know, I'm I'm quick to go to a workshop, quick to take a course, all those things. I do educate myself. Like I said, going to that summit, like I do things to educate myself. The traditional school route just hadn't been working for me up to this point. But I love school. I like I love actually going to school and taking classes and all that stuff, but it just wasn't working out for me. And a challenge that I had was, and when I think about it, too, even in schools, like you kind of do, or at least how I was kind of brought up, you do a lot of things on your own. And so I took that into entrepreneurship. And I'm realizing lately, it's like, I have one of a moment. Um, I suck at asking for help. I do not like asking for help. And I, and this is a whole, this can be a whole conversation of just like how that goes back. But I was always kind of taught, it's like, you got to figure things out which on one hand I get because it's like growing up how I grew up and just the things that like my parents have been through is like you you kind of you have to because this is not, you know, it can be a harsh world and you need to know how to take care of yourself. Right. But then we got to take that balance of like, how do we go farther? How do we go faster is by having that community and have people help you. But I just really struggle asking for help. And because of that, I am a very curious person. Right. Again, I love learning. I'm very curious. So I don't have any 
problems asking questions. And I realized, and that's why, because I was like, I was kind of getting confused. I was like, oh, like, I don't know, probably asking questions. Like, I'm in a course, I'm doing anything. I'm like, hey, da, 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 talking, asking what I need to ask. But then when it's the vulnerable moment of asking for the help, that is where I've, I've struggled. I'm really making strides with that this year because some of the challenges that I faced is because of, for me, it's like, I know how to do these things. And, but coming from me, figuring things, being more of a of starting off as a hustler and then kind of moving on into being a business owner, I had to learn a lot of things the hard way. And I had to, yeah, I had to learn a lot of things the hard way, but I, actually I did it. If I had reached out to a mentor, like right now, I'm finally getting into like, let me get a mentor. Let me get a coach. I had did a, um, some kind of checklist a little while ago. I, I forgot what it was for, but it was basically like, what kind of things have you done marketing wise or personal development for your business? And I had literally checked off all the things I had, like I've done group coaching, I've done this and this, but I never really took that one-on-one to either have a mentor or to have an actual coach for me. And I was like, oh, wow, how have I invested in all these other things? But I've ne- it was like the only thing that I hadn't invested in was like one-on-one thing. And I think it's because I felt like, oh, I don't need, I can figure it out on my own. But once I kind of got out of that mindset, things haven't been as challenging. And it's just like, I wish I would have took this approach sooner. I wish I would have took this approach sooner. Having someone to bounce off things and letting me know. And it's again, it's that fine line because when like I'm a multi-passionate person, right? And some of my ideas are big and bold. And so not everybody's going to get them. So of course they may be like, oh, you know, you do this. And it's like, okay, there's that. But there's also like literally like, hey, this is going to make things hard. (laughs) Like maybe you don't do these exact things, but like think about this, take this into consideration because if you do this, then this is going to happen. You know, things like that. So it would have been really good if I had that. And I think that's one of the... If I sum it up, the biggest challenge because of me not growing up in that space where asking for help was just um, ingrained in me, I was fighting against it. And because of that, I really didn't um, seek out the people that I truly needed in my business early on. Because I've, I've been in, like I said, entrepreneurship for even when I was a kid, like I would get my money. I'm like, what I'm finna, you know, I was that kid that sold the snacks. My dad had a Sam's card. So, you know, I would sell it. I would sell it. So I would get the candy. And then my dad had a Sam's card and then they got rid of the vending machines at school. So I was like, <laughs> opportunity. OK, like I was always that kind of person. You grew up an entrepreneur, born an entrepreneur already. Look at you. So I always kind of had this mindset. I was like, oh, I want to bedazzle things. I want to do, you know, but the business side of things, it took me a long time to figure out. I learned about contracts the hard way. I learned about setting boundaries and scope creep the hard Like I learned all these things the hard way, which led to me, you know, being burnt out. All those things I talked about, which I had to start and stop, start and stop when I could have been like consistently going. I think if I had those people, you know, kind of helping me and uplifting me and, and just kind of just having that community of other people doing because not a lot of now I have this community of people who are still doing this thing. But for a long time, I did it. I didn't have I was the only one doing it. I did have friends who was encouraging me, but they're not doing it. So they, they don't completely understand everything. And that was a big challenge for me to just do that in um, isolation. And, I, and I'm not doing that no more. Yeah, look, <laughs> kudos to not doing it all yourself anymore because that is such a huge thing in the black community is that we just try to do it all especially as black women we try to do it all and it's like we can't do it all we're gonna burn ourselves out we're gonna run ourselves thin okay and i grew up with my mom being the one doing it all because single mom she was a mom and a dad and so seeing her be independent and doing everything herself i'm like man I have to do this too. That's all I saw. And so I grew up, you know, trying to do everything myself and I would figure things out with myself. If I didn't know something, I'd go figure it out. And I still have that same mentality today where I'm like, if I don't know how to post content, shoot, I'm going to figure it out or I can send it to somebody else, you know? And I think that is something that we really need to like, let go. It's like, we cannot do it all. We are not supposed to do it all. So just delegate that. 
since being in the club, it look, getting out of that, I am the queen delegation, okay? I am quick to hire someone to clean my house, okay? Because I ain't cleaning this big ass house. I am quick to hire somebody to come to edit it. Because y'all see this podcast? I ain't editing this podcast. Who fits here for three hours? Edit the shit. I mean, Okay, I am quick <laughs> to hire some. I'm quick to order groceries. Cause who finna who finna sit there three hours at Walmart walking around stall? Now I'm stressed and lost. I'm confused. I'm annoyed because now I'm more hungry than I was before because I can't find the damn potatoes. Like, be <laughs> <laughs> so frustrated. You're like, I just need this one thing. Why can't I find it? <laughs> can't find, I can't find the one thing. But now I got ten other things that I wasn't even thinking about. That's why I'm going to Target. That's a trap. Okay, <laughs> always <laughs> look. It is so important, y'all, to delegate, okay? Write those things off and, you know, take the ooh, words. <laughs> it is so important to delegate, to, you know, send those tasks off to people that do that for a living. Pay pay someone else. I am quick to pay someone else to do something else that I don't want to do. That doesn't bring me joy. That is not in my zone of genius, okay? As Miss Rachel says, okay? That one. Quick because it. you can spend all that time because what will happen is... <laughs> Again, learning the, law, the the hard way, right? You'll spend all that time doing those things and like, yeah, you may get something out, but then it's not even really what you wanted because you just, it, you have to, it takes skill. It takes time and skill to build that. It's not even a time and a skill that you want to build, that you want to do and spending all that. Yeah. So it's like, I hate that when it happens when you do all that, you like, come and figure it out and you do. And then it's like, it just didn't even get the return that I wanted. I spent all this time. I could have been doing this. I could have been doing that. And I did this. So get it. Like in the beginning, sometimes you have to like, depend on your budget, you have to do certain things and you you make what, but having that mindset of like, boom, I'm finna like get this so I can do this. Like my thing, I've been, I've been interviewing graphic designers. I think I've been talking about this for like, may I probably talk, I, that has been my point. Cause like I come from, I do graphics. Like I said, I, I used to be a full fledged Social media manager. So I've done all the things. I just don't want to. I just don't want to. It doesn't bring me joy. It makes me irritated. Like, I don't want that energy. So I'm like, I need someone to do this for me. And even like, even the templates, like I don't even want to do the templates no more. Like, I don't want to, I just don't want to do it. I just want someone to figure it out. I do want to be able to tweak it if I want to. But like, for the most part, I'm like, you figure that out. And then boom, now I have what I need. And then I can move on my business. Right. Like, exactly. It's going to look so much better when they do it. They're going to do it faster. And guess what? They're going to enjoy doing it. It's people who enjoy those things that you don't enjoy. There is people like how we talked about before our value It's people who are just like, take my money. <laughs> like it's people who, who want, they're like, oh my God, you're going to pay me for this. Like that's how I felt when I, when like, I, had, I was just like, you want to pay me to do this thing? Like, yes, it is people that cannot wait, who will just be so grateful to get paid to do these things. And you over here, oh, and I want to do it. Give it to somebody who really does. Let somebody who really does. And now, Again, now you got that. And now you got somebody, it's just with anything, right? If you really love something, you're going to put that extra in it. And now you got somebody doing that for this side of your business, that doing this side of your business. Now you're going to generate that extra income because now you can focus on, hey, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. Exactly. And now you got that support. And I was like, boom, I want to have to think about this because that's already done. Now you can use the extra time to make some more money or you can go sit on the couch and watch fucking Wednesday. Like you ain't got to do nothing. You can do whatever exactly. you want. And that's been taken care of. And you're still getting deposits. <laughs> And look, and, and that right there, because like, it's funny, because even growing up, I always felt like a little different, even with, even with growing up, I know people are like, oh, what you want to be and what you want to do? And like, yeah, I will have direct, I will have some answers, like it, it, it varied throughout the years. But I always remember just being like, I want to be happy. Like, I want to be, you know, be happy. I want to live a life full of joy. And it's like doing those things that I really enjoy. Like we said, like, okay, I really enjoy fashion. Like, okay, let me do more. Like, how can I make my life like that? Like, again, that day, I was like, how can these be my days? Like, I was like, how can I get to that point where, you know, 
and I had that before. Um, I used to uh, work at this tech startup and I really made realize like, oh, this is possible. Even maybe, you know, working collaboration with someone. But it was like it, it was like, you know, people talk about work life balance and all that stuff. It was like, no, it was just it was just life. It wasn't it was just life. And I want to get being able to get to that point is such a beautiful thing, whether it is I'm doing something or having my team help me support me doing something, but just focusing on the things that really bring me joy. And and sometimes that is business. Sometimes it's just like, you know, hanging out with my girlfriends, hanging out with my fiance, like spending quality time. People are just doing nothing at all, just being at peace with myself, you know, just like chilling, like having all of those things, you know, is, is part of that. Yes. And that's the type of things that you de- you deserve. We deserve that. Okay. Black people deserve those. We deserve joy. We deserve peace. We deserve ease. Okay. And I think it's great that more people are starting to realize that. And they're starting to realize like, look, life is too short. Like I'm going to sit here and enjoy and I'm going to do the things that I enjoy. I'm going to work to enjoy the life that I have. And I think that's so great. And I think it's great too, that you have gotten past that. You have gotten through the challenges and look, there'll be more challenges, but you know now like, okay, this is what I need to do to get through that. Okay. No more bootstrap. No more, no more trying to, you know, do everything myself. Okay. We're going to have to, you know, ask for help as humbling. Okay. As it is, as uncomfortable it is, we have to ask for help. and. You know, despite all of those challenges, okay, you have come out on top, BB. So I need you to tell us, talk your shit, okay? Tell us the type of results that you have gotten your clients and will continue to give them because you, y'all, she is dope, okay? And I need her to say with her chest <laughs> how dope she is. Where to start? I would say this latest iteration, right, has been interesting because I've always been very like metrics focused, right? But I do, I want to talk about some of the things that isn't maybe the normal metrics, right? Of like what people um, think about. And what I really love, like, for example, of me, just even I consider that as like a better, right? For that service. One of the things that the results that she got, like, she went in of kind of being apprehensive about the photo shoot, like, oh, am I going to be able to get these, you know, these looks together? How am I going to, you know, am I going to feel good? Is just all a, a lot of um, um, several doubts, right? Um, obviously not enough to like not go forward, but a lot of doubts. But at the end, she had an amazing time. Her pictures came out wonderful. She was so confident, right? Because I was also, as I'm taking the video stuff, of course, I'm hyping her up, right? You know, her personal cheerleader. <laughs> That's why I tell my clients, I am the queen of hype, okay? I'll tell y'all that. I will hype you into oblivion. Okay. You're not even going to know what humbleness is when I'm done with you. I, I love it. Okay. You I can use some of that too. Um, but yeah, so, so I, I, that's, I guess I feel like I'm getting more into like the woo, but I really love that, that I can do that for people. Right. Especially in this field where again, they're just giving so much to others. And again, my background in hospitality, my background in customer service, I'm very like, again, how can this be with ease? And that is what I have been able to give my clients that ease of knowing that they're going to be taken care of, knowing that, you know, they are going to look great, knowing that they're going to feel great and not have to think about one last thing to worry about and then they go and they rock it out and now they're like oh yeah I did great it's because I didn't have to do this because I had I could just focus on you know my own you, you know maybe you still have that internal but you can focus on that versus like plus this and this and this you know what I'm saying like having all that things having that taken care of and then also in general people also say I'm just natural again with the the hospitality background I tend to really help my um, clients I work with really increase their engagement, their community engagement, because that's really important. It's like, oh, so just a little hit, talk about what like the views and stuff. It's like, okay, 
you get a thousand views. Okay, cool. But let's say you only got like, let's say you only got like five, 10 likes or just like a really low. And it's just like, okay, who cares if you got all those views? If the people who were in there interacting with isn't the people you were even trying to reach, right? Like I've had videos that had like less than a hundred views, but guess what? Somebody reached out to me and they asked, you know, they wanted to work with me because I was able to prevent them of like, hey, so that kind of goes back into that of like me really helping my um, clients really engage with their community and find those people who are those raving fans, those people who are like, I care less about your status, right? But they're like, hey, I see you, I see this person. And then people wanting to be a part of that. And so that is something that I really pride myself on of being able to deliver, of finding those moments that really like, hey, this is the essence of you, you know, bringing that out. And then people being able to show that and people being, and then, you know, clients being like, hey, this person connects me. Hey, I'm, I'm reaching out. Even if they don't get those um, vanity metrics, they're still getting results. And that's what I love love the most to be able to provide for my clients. Yes, girl, get the results. And I know they've been getting the results because I be peeping. Okay. I be seeing the work you be doing out here. Y'all need to check her out. Okay. So we are running slow on time, Miss Crystal. So I have a couple more questions for you. And then we're going we gonna to close out. And then... So I hope y'all have enjoyed this episode. So for... My final, my final question for Crystal, what are some content repurposing tips that you can leave the girls? Three. You can just do three. You ain't got to, you know, leave 50 because, you know, we got it. We got it. Yeah, I was like, I was like, let's go. <laughs> let's, <laughs> what are three tips? Okay. We want to leave them, you know, one and more. We don't want to just give it all to them. You know what I'm saying? We want to be like, dip our toe in, you know? Actually, and I can lead this for you. I actually have a uh, free video on how to stop overthinking when it comes to your video content. And I do have like kind of talk about some of these tips like more in depth. But just when I think about three, right, I think about the type of content, right, that you can do like don't make things complicated. One of my favorite tips for repurposing is look in your stories. Like people are so authentic in their stories. They're so, you know, they're not thinking about what am I going to say? What am I? And that is where the good stuff is. I had a story that I have posted and I only have like a couple hundred followers, right? On this, um, on my fashionable foodie page. I had this real, I mean, I had this story. They probably got about, I think I got like 20, 40 views, something like that, because it's in my stories, right? I took that story. I didn't do anything differently because I had already added like the, the captions and stuff because I like do I love subtitles. I want to be accessible because people be scrolling and they don't be having their volume on. But you still going to hear what I got to say. That's a low key extra bonus tip right there. Add a cat like that takes a video from there to there. Just add the um, video captions and there you go. But I took that. I already had everything in there and I just literally posted as real. It went from, again, like I said, what, 40 views to 12K, okay? That was just taking what I just already, literally, what I already had. What I already had, it was just me and John. I had went to this boba place that a friend had recommended. And I tried out, you know, I tasted the boba and I gave my record. Like, this is what I think about it. So just really taking things that you, again, things that you already have. So look in your stories. What do you have in there that people, that really show off your personality and are your product and service and, you know, show like let people get to know you and get to know what you do. Another really good tip when you think about audio, right? Some people are like, oh, I don't like I record myself more so a lot. I had a wonderful coach a couple of years ago, ago, Ty Timlet, and she just really made me think about like I, you know, every moment kind of also like with Gary Vee, right? Document don't create. And I'm like, there's so many moments that I'm doing good things. People are like, oh, I don't look good in this. Like, don't use the video. Just use the audio. You don't have to use the video because some people just be talking real stuff, but then they're like, I don't like how I look. 
just put the audio and get you a nice background, you know, or something like that, a video, or it could just be a graphic and just add the audio to that. Now you, you get to get that message that you have out and you don't have to worry about how you're looking if that's, you know, something that's preventing you from sharing that good word that you need to share. OK, so there's that. That's another really good tip for audio. And there's something for written that I think people don't think about, like especially with people who have products and things like that. Also, share that written content. Connect it with a trending song. You know, that's when the trending, that's where it's like a hybrid, right? Where it's like, this is your words. This is what makes it unique. This is your words. Put it on there. But then, you know, match it with a trending song. And then to take it the next level, combining again that audio, if you do have it written, why don't you speak it in your voice? Or even use one of those voice, you know, the voice to text thing, but your voice is better. But still having that extra element of like, hey, I'm all again, I'm all about the authentic content. But for some people that is authentic, right? Being that silly, being that thing. So I don't I don't knock it. There's everyone has their own different ways of doing things. But again, it needs to be authentic to you. And that's one way to make something authentic to you. Um, I had the affirmation client I had, we took her affirmations, we created this template for reels. And literally, we would put those up. And now people and also people love affirmations. So it was just such an easy uh, repurpose where it's like you already you literally have these things you have this thing that you written down. Boom. I did we just turned that into a video. Genius. And this is why you are great at what you do. Boom. Just like that. All right, y'all. I hope y'all enjoyed this episode of Talk Your Shit Podcast with my girl, Crystal. Okay. Can y'all... Ooh, Crystal, tell us where we can find you, baby. Oh, yes, yes. You can find me at crystal 2 Geek. That's C-R-Y-S-T-A-L-T-O-O-G-E-E-K-D. crystal 2 Geek. Woo! All right, y'all. Support your girls, okay? Support your girl by downloading. Leave a review. Tag us on social media. Share with your mama, your daddy, your grandma, your grandpa, okay? Look, all of them. Invite them all to the cookout because they need to hear this. So thank y'all so much again for tuning in and I will catch y'all next time. Thank you for listening to Talk Your Shit Podcast. I'd love to connect with you on Instagram at queen underscore of diamonds. Let me know what you thought of today's episode by leaving a review and tagging me on social media. Stay audacious and I'll catch you in the next episode.